It's now time for the Coach Cody Fagan Show. And it's brought to you by the Whitesboro Athletic Booster Club. As we will go over everything Whitesboro, over the Bearcats and the Lady Cats Sports Nation. And go over tonight's opponent for the Bearcats. Now, here's your host Frank Grantham and Linda Lee with Whitesboro Athletic Director Cody Fagan. Well, welcome to the Coach Cody Fagan Show, Bearcat Nation. We are here on a fall evening. It's going to be a great one uh, at Bearcat Stadium. Hope that you are here and ready to go. We are recording this show on Friday, day of Coach's show, and looking forward to what should be a really dynamic and fun game. But before we get there, there have been some fantastic things happening in Whitesboro Athletics, and let's stop and talk about them. Before I let Coach get there, I do want to just give a quick shout-out to the band who is state-bound. There to San Antonio, uh, won their area, uh, got first place, and always doing a terrific job is that Whitesboro High School band. So congratulations to that band. And let's talk about uh, Whitesboro Athletics, Coach. It's been a good fall. Yes, it has. uh, We wrapped up fall tennis uh, a week or so ago in the third round. Uh, Those kids did a phenomenal job. Uh, got a lot, lot better as we progress through that season. Anytime you can end in the third round, that's a good year. So proud of Coach Amos and Coach Morrow and those kids out there. They really fought hard and improved, and that's going to really show this spring when we get to uh, compete against the other 3A schools in our regular tennis district. And then volleyball wrapped up a very competitive year. Didn't quite get in the playoffs, but Coach Sluter uh, did a great job there with those girls getting them uh, used to just, you know, obviously anytime there's a coaching change, a different way of doing things, and they learned to adapt and uh, got better as the year went and looking forward to bright things from them in the years to come. Cross country is still rolling. Uh, Obviously, they were both district champions last time we talked, and then just this past week, uh, earlier this week, they boys and girls won the regional championships and are both state-bound. Jackson Hake won the boys' division uh, on his own, also as a team, so uh, very cool to see these kids get an opportunity to next Friday, the night we play Peaster, they will be in Round Rock competing for uh, potentially two state championships. So those kids have worked really, really hard. If you see them running around early in the mornings on uh, 4th Street or around town, uh, you know, show them a little support and love because they've worked really, really hard yeah. and doing some great things. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a lot of exciting things happening here at Whitesboro. Like Lindell said, the band, they always do a tremendous job. Hopefully they can bring the state title back. And uh, kind of like what you said, Cody, the new coaches, Mrs. Sluter, doing a fantastic job leading the girls' volleyball program now. And uh, this uh, young lady, Mrs. Fagan, now took over that cross-country program, and she took that over from uh, – uh, what was her coach Urban? Yeah, she did. And Urban's they did really great, good over that program too. And she's Miss Fagan took that over and got it going great right now. So you know we got to really pray for them. Hopefully all of them, the band and all these sports teams will keep going and uh, progressing as they have all season. Uh, let's uh, move on to football. Um, coach, big win over Bowie, sixty-four to seven. You know, from what we look back in the records and stuff, the biggest uh, in Bearcat history established a record, the biggest margin of victory, 57 points in the history of the program. Clay Herman stepped in for Harper, directed the offense for a sophomore, did a fantastic job. 
a lot of big plays. And on the defense side of the ball, Sterling Garden now leading the team with 116 tackles. You know, I know it was a team effort, team coaching that got the job done Friday night, but what can you say about a couple of them young guys, Hermes and Sterling, uh, from last Friday? You know, obviously they played phenomenal, came out from the get-go, uh, took it to them like we've asked them to do. Uh, basically, since I've got here, I've, uh, you know, talked to our kids about when we play anybody, you got to start fast and get going, especially if you play a team that uh, isn't quite on your level yet, and uh, you got to make sure that you start out dominantly and uh, they did exactly that Friday night. Sterling had a phenomenal game. Can't remember exactly how many tackles he had Friday night, but it was well over 12. He also blocked a punt and returned it, recovered it, returned it for a touchdown. And then later in the game, he threw a touchdown on a fake field goal to Jake. So uh, Sterling had a phenomenal game. He was our player of the game as a team. Offensively, Clay threw for five touchdowns, ran for two, stepping in there. It's fun to see a kid like that that's worked so hard and stayed locked in all year, knowing he wasn't possibly going to play very much at all. Right. That uh, got an opportunity and got rewarded for it. And you know, two things there: we were able to rest Mac and get Mac 100% healthy going into this uh, final push for the playoffs. And now we also know that we've got a very good uh, kid sitting there that could play at any time we need and can step in and do great things. Uh, defensively, our player of the game was Jacob Smith, who had a, a whole bunch of tackles out there flying around, just like looked like his old self, Good. which that's fun to see. He was back healthy. And then special teams, a uh, kid we brought up uh, about midway through the year, back when we were going through some of the injuries, is Braden Crockett, who had five special teams tackles. Uh, seemed like every time Paul kicked it down there, uh, Crockett was going to call up off that pile and be the one making a tackle. So he did a great job. And then our Borough Tough Leadership Award this past week went to Jacob Castillo, who missed about five or six weeks there on an injury, but stayed locked in, uh, bought into everything, and basically became an extra coach for us. And the fun thing is he's going to be back out there tonight full time. So uh, it'll be fun to have him back. And then our Scout Team Player of the Week went to a guy that uh, actually plays each and every down of defense, but uh, that's Isaiah Chappelle, who during practice every week, has given us a great look on the scout defense and then obviously gives us a great look and makes a lot of plays on Friday nights on that D-line. That's good, Coach. Good to hear that. Good to hear some of them players coming back and all of them very deserving of what they got on the awards this week. So, uh, Lindell and Cody, let's go over kind of the playoff scenario just a little bit. I think the best thing you would probably say, Cody, is, you know, just take care, worry about ourselves, take care of business, go in there and get the W tonight and the W next week. We could wind up third place. Is that is that true? Uh, yes, sir. Obviously, we got to take care of business tonight. Um, uh, if we do so tonight, then that turns next week's game here at versus Peaster into a basically a seeding game to see who's going to get the third place seed, who's going to get the fourth place seed. So, got to take care of business tonight uh, against a really quality Paradise team. That uh, you know, if you look back at their record this year, they've not had any games where they've been blown out. They're very competitive. They're style of offense is going to keep them in every game and they just play really really hard coach cope does a good job over there with those kids and they play it the right way they tackle well they fly around very physical football team and you know when you walk off the field if you've beaten those guys that you've earned it because they're going to make you earn it coach you know you hit it kind of hit it on the head a little bit uh second we go we're talking about paradise's offense they're kind of an unusual offense uh to me and maybe to you too can you kind of tell us a little bit what's kind of different about their offense yeah it's something you don't ever see honestly in uh 15 years of coaching and uh 20 something years in this game i've never seen anything quite like it they're in an empty 
set all the time. It's really the same formation to the right or the left. So it's basically two formations. They never get out of those. And uh, it's an empty set with two slots that are tight enough to the quarterback that they can be used as running backs. So it's really an eight-man box as far as run goes. But then there's five vertical threats on any given play. So really causes you some problems. I compare it to a, a true option team to where your kids have to just be locked in on their assignment, their responsibility, keep their eye on their key, and trust their buddy over there to do his job. And if we can do that, uh, you know, obviously, I think we're going to have a good shot of winning this game tonight. But uh, Coach Coke does a great job with that stuff. It's got some option mixed into it from here time to time. But typically, it's just getting kids' eyes where they're not supposed to be and taking advantage of that. And they've done a great job so far. And we've got to be the more disciplined team tonight and not let that happen. Farther we get into the fall, Coach, the cooler it gets. Going to have a nice, cool game. Uh, hopefully the wind will die down some. Uh, talking on the offensive side of the ball, um, what are we going to be looking at offensively? Um, what do we need to do, maybe I should say, offensively uh, to get where you want to see us go? I know um, pre-pilot point game we talked about uh, a kind of a 30-point rule that you've seen where if we can get over 30 points, the, the, uh, the wind's hit, Wins tend to favor us as far as a win is concerned. Uh, what do you like to see at your offense today? Uh, obviously, we've done a great job the last couple of weeks of protecting the football. We've got to continue to do that. Uh, and then we've got to be able to establish the run. Paradise, just like they are on offense, are very unique on defense. They're going to show you uh, several fronts. They're going to go from a 3-2 box to a 4-2 box to a 3-1 to a 4-1. They're going to give you a lot of looks and try and confuse your kids. Uh, to get their kids in position to be successful. So we've had to practice a lot this week uh, with those different fronts and make sure our kids are ready to see that inside the box. And then obviously out on the edge, we got to trust that our guys are going to go make plays. Uh, you know, hopefully we can t pick up right where we left off last week, uh, get the ball rolling early and often. And, uh, you know, 11 different kids touched the ball for us last week in that game. So anytime you can do that, it's a fun night. Um, and uh, we're going to try and get the ball in a lot of kids' hands tonight and see if we can get that ball spread around and use every inch of that football field. Well, we're looking forward to this big battle tonight here at Bearcat Stadium here in Whitesboro. Coach, uh, is this probably the healthiest maybe you've been? I know we've lost Grayson Ledbetter for the year, unfortunately, uh, the running back, and maybe I think Parker's still out, but is this probably the healthiest we've been in quite a while? No, absolutely. Obviously, we lost Caden Unkelbach for the season to that ACL. We right. lost Ledbetter with the foot surgery. Uh, Max, we're still hoping to get back at some point uh, as we head down this home stretch towards the playoffs. He's looking a little more healthy every day, so we're out those three. But you know, there were some times looking up at that board where there was seven and eight names right. written on there, I know. Uh, in the middle of the year. So we're as absolutely healthy as we can possibly be right now, um, uh, minus those guys. So uh, exciting to have Jacob Castillo back. Excited to have Max or uh, Mac back in the lineup tonight. Uh, so you know, we've missed Smitty here and there. Uh, due to some foot injuries and different things. So we've got everybody back that we can have available uh, that we think we are potentially going to get this year. And so that's obviously going to help us. And, you know, the weather's turning cooler, and it's coming to that time of year where uh, Whitesboro's known for playing really, really good football. And so it's exciting to see it all starting to come together at the right time. Absolutely. Well, Coach, as we wind the show down, uh, where we tend to go always uh, is – you know what's on your heart how are you feeling about the community what's going on i saw that you had an interesting breakfast of champions this morning uh i know good things are happening in and around whitesboro athletics so what do you have on your heart going into this big playoff match coach you know i say this all the time this is a special place and i don't think uh you know people that have 
been here for a long, long time can uh, wrap their mind around it as much as uh, some people like myself and other coaches that have worked in different communities and seen it done different ways. And it's just special, the support that our kids get here. And, you know, to think about going into obviously a big night tonight, we got to go get a big win, but heading into next week, all the moving parts that are going to go into sending over a hundred kids to San Antonio to compete for a band state championship, which uh, at least 10 to 15 of those kids on that band are also a part of the athletic program. You got four of the kids next week that'll compete for two state championships in one week. How many kids can say that? You've right. got four cross country uh, boys and girls that are gonna go compete on Wednesday for a band state title, and then again on Friday for a cross country state title. And then you've got four more football players that are gonna travel down on Wednesday and compete for a state championship, and then come home Friday and get here in time to compete for a uh, uh, playoff seed and try and get back uh, ready to go on a uh, nice playoff run. So the the amount of moving parts and the amount of people that step up to make that happen would amaze some people. You've got our superintendent that's going to wait till football practice is over Tuesday morning to personally drive four football players to San Antonio to meet up with them and then be waiting down there to drive some uh, cross-country kids back to uh, Round Rock. So just the, the people that step up that don't necessarily have to, the, the leaders that are leading by example and um, you know, making sure that kids are put at the forefront of what we do around here and it shows in the kids results. So uh, exciting uh, heading into next week to see what all can be accomplished by these kids. And at the end of the day, that's our job as the uh, coaches, administrators and uh, support people to put them in a position to be successful and the kids are doing it. It's great. Well, we're really excited about tonight's game. It's going to be a good one. It's kind of felt like a Halloween episode. I don't know if you heard the morning of Lost Souls out there while we were trying to have the meeting. I don't know what they were doing, cleaning the floor or what, but it was interesting sounding. But we're excited about the game tonight. Stick around because coming up next, it's going to be your Whitesboro Bearcats against the Paradise Panthers. Is that what they are? Yes. Okay, yeah. Against the Kitties. Let's go Bearcats. Let's go Bearcats. Go Bearcats. <laughs>